Yo, yo, what it do? Liz D, homie. I'm hanging out with the Misfits on the Who They Want podcast. If you ain't here, you ain't about it. Blizz D, homie. Yo, 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 you already know what it is, what it be, what it ain't. But what it really is. This is Psychedelic Chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. This is a little riddle. What it is, this your boy Captain Capo Grown on standby for the run by with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. You ain't about it if you ain't here. So stay tuned. Grown. Yo, 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 this is FP3 chilling with the Misfits on Who They Want podcast. The one and only. Stay tuned. What's up, y'all? This is Lady Tasha, better known as the Duchess. And you already know I'm rocking with the Misfits on a Who They Want entertainment podcast show. And don't forget, go and download everything Entertainment Expo app and get blocked in or bow down. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Daddy, are you ready? Mm. Steady, are you ready? Mm. Oh, man, I can't wait to be who they want. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. This is the internationally known podcast show that does everything that they don't. You're now tuned into Who They Want podcast show with your host of the Misfits crew, DJ Steady. Are you ready? I'm in the building, ladies and gentlemen. How y'all doing this evening? And alongside me, I got Lady Tasha the Duchess in the building. Everything Entertainment Expo CEO. Hey, everybody. What's going on? What's going on tonight? How everybody doing? Everybody staying safe and happy and <clears throat> hump day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where we got my man, a hundred grand, Kyle E, host of A for Able podcast, as well as On the Brain podcast, doing big things as the master editor. Appreciate that, man. What's good, people? Happy hump day. Hope everybody's staying safe, happy, well, and depending on where you are, I hope you're staying warm because uh, the weather is the weather is changing winter is coming so hoping that everybody's staying warm yeah it's brick out here i'm up in new york city kyle you in connecticut man say that he's down there in florida so he hot as hell right now (laughs) (laughs) agreed definitely agreed (laughs) he's hot as hell oh gosh so man so oh rest in peace to um this young man that just got shot and killed another one just gone that's just crazy you know i just Oh God, I can't take it no more. I, really I only can't. learned about it because of uh because of Facebook. That's 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 crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah, it's Memphis rapper, well known in the Memphis area, young Dolph has been tragically shot and killed today. Mm, wow. Uh, no word on nothing, huh? No, nah, you know, streets gonna say what the streets gonna say, and that's how they gonna leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. Wow. 
Rest in peace and my condolences to his family from the yes. Day One Entertainment Podcast. So we got a very excited show today. Yes, very, we do. very excited. Gosh, we got a legend sitting here waiting to come up in here with us. <laughs> so we ain't going to keep him waiting no longer. <laughs> All right. So, Steady, we're going to let you introduce him. Man, where do I begin? I'm talking about this guy right here is truly a legend in know, his right? own rights. You know what I'm saying? He literally putting on for his city. You know, coming up in 2022, he's running for the mayor of Washington, D.C. He is an mm -hmm. actor and a comedian. So, you know what I'm saying? You got a triple threat getting ready to head into that level of the field. You know what I'm saying? Caring about these people in the city and not to mention a great humanitarian doing big things for the community. So, ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man, the myth, the legend, Rodney Red Grant. Hey, hey how you doing? <laughs> doing well. How y'all doing today? All, all right. right, all right. <laughs> y'all mic's a little low, so if I look like I'm doing like this, don't worry about it. Oh, you can't hear us? I don't know. Every time I do the restream, it's just like on my own, if it's my phone or anything, but it's like low mics. But um, Oh, you know, it does have some issues with the mobile devices. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the restream. But just let us know if you need us to speak up. We'll speak up. Can you hear right, us? Cool. I speak loud anyway, so you might be telling me to shut up sometimes. And be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, thanks so for having me on the show, though. I appreciate you. Oh, thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Gosh, man. So, I mean, see you out there moving around, doing different things and stuff, and just out there in the community, um, reaching out, connecting with the people. Double Dutch. What do you know how to double Dutch like that? I told I caught that. <laughs> I got a lot of sisters. I got sisters. Oh, you got a lot of sisters? Okay, yeah, but no, so they taught you well, huh? Hey, they taught right. me how to fight. They taught me how to fight, and they taught me how to jump double dutch. They taught you how to Where? fight and jump double dutch. Yeah, you know you girls. You know how you girls are. Well, you know, yeah, that's true. But so what you, you had the sisters, they had you jumping while they was turning, huh? Hey, they did. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, I just feel like, you know, when I was little, we did a lot of things in the neighborhood. You know, we rode our bikes, we jump rope, we play football, we play basketball, we had community things, we had uh, recreation centers, we had community uh, uh, outreaches, you know, we had the, the, the community stuck together a lot. So I just come from that type of community and I'm just trying to get our communities back where we, you know, where we know we should be. Right. So, you know, everybody, we, we got, um, I feel kind of scratchy here. Am I scratchy coming in scratchy? No, you're fine over here. Okay. So everybody knows you as the legendary actor and comedian, and now you're running for mate. Okay. I mean, that's, first of all, just let me bow down to you. Okay, what inspired you to, you know, take that route and, you know, start that journey and running for mayor? Because I know it inspired you because it's your city. But what else, you know, brought that flight? Like, what, what did you feel inside you that this is something I have to do? Um, I think the people inspire me. You know, when you come from a city like D.C. and they gave so much to me and me giving back after, you know, going and being a real well-known <laughs> comedian, actor, <laughs> producer, executive producer, and learning so much about different cultures and learning how important our culture is. Mm -hmm. And when I see sometimes our culture getting snatched away, mm -hmm. uh, it, it, it showed me that not only did I have to get back involved and serve our communities, I had to do it on, a, on the biggest level that, mm -hmm. you know, 
that you could do it in D.C. You know, Washington, D.C. is the nation's capital. Mm -hmm. uh, and we got to represent like the nation's capital. Uh, we off a little bit and people look at us as an example of how we should be. And I just been an executive for so long. I see how this city is a corporation and how, you know, you have to, it has to be run like a corporation. And, you know, you can't have uh, politicians running this city. As a mayor, you got to have an executive running this city. And I just wanted to make sure, you know, the allocations of funds and the equity and the diversity and the inclusion was definitely uh, fair again. And I think uh, that we deserve it as a city. We deserve it as a community. Mm -hmm. And I know that this, this community needs somebody that can represent for them and speak for them. Like I've been doing so many, you know, so much of my life, mm -hmm. uh, giving back and serving. So, right. you know, that was inspiration, just seeing where we were as a city mm -hmm. and just talking to the people and seeing them cry out mm -hmm. about, you know, where they want to be and who's not paying attention to them. And, you know, it's just time for me to step up to the plate and, and, and help our city to, to become better and help our residents. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. So when I was, when I was doing my research, like I, okay. When, uh, oh, sorry. Is it, is it, the, is it the mic again? Yeah, it's, it's low, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm here. Okay. Okay. So, um, so I took I took a look at your at your uh, at your YouTube channel and the one uh, thing that stuck out to me was the speech you did for um you know for uh, a few you know a few graduates in the city and you had talked about um how D how DC is its own culture it's a it's a you know it's a different culture not only that but you also talked you also talked about in another video you talked about the the obvious classism. Um, going on in in these in in dc not not just around you know not just around the country but in dc is you know especially um do you do you mind expanding but on that a, a bit um well the speech i gave at grad my graduation uh citywide speech was motivated because i was shut down to talk to my high school uh, uh graduation class Mm -hmm. um, and I was uh, at a point where I felt like, you know, me being a graduate of Dunbar Senior High School and me being a person who's represent Dunbar around this uh, city and around the country and around the world. And when you have students that want me to speak and you have faculty and administrators that want me to speak, then it was unfair to the students and the faculty and administrators to have me speak. Um, so I decided to do a citywide um, graduation commencement to all the students, oh, which God. was not only citywide, which was national to any student who can hear my voice. Because it's very important that, you know, students be motivated in their position mm -hmm. because they're young and they're very impressionable. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, me, uh, being a person uh, of scholar and valor, they need to hear that from a person that comes from where they come from. 
that they too can be successful in their uh, in their position, no matter where they're at. You know, I was a, a kid that came from Southeast Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. in Uptown Washington, D.C. We were poor most of our lives, most of my life, uh, and dealt with a lot of hardship. And a lot of these kids dealt with, deal with, and, and you know, the same things I dealt with coming up. But, you know, it's, it's amazing that God can put you in positions to, to grow and where you're in these positions you know, you have to take it on your shoulder to be able to, to motivate, and uh, you know, and show them that we we are great, and we we are a great community, we are great people, we are progressive, and we are the future. So it that part disappointed me. So I I wrote a speech that was more awesome than the speech I probably was going to write mm-hmm. for my graduation class. Mm. Uh, you know, we are in a society that sometimes uses party politics to play mm-hmm. on one another. Yeah. Uh, me running as an independent, you know, I'm trying to show the city and the world that, you know, we don't have to play the party online part of party on politics. We can actually bring each other together and work work these things out because we got more similarities then we have differences out here in the world mm-hmm. you know that's even on this show you know you guys might have some differences but for the most part you got more similarities and i want to be able to expound on those similarities and show our society that you know yeah we don't we don't all come from the same culture but we are trying to go toward the same goals we want our kids to be great we want to make some money out here Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we want to live live well, and just you know be stress stress free, right? And, right. You know, and we want society to be fair to all people. Right. So, you know, those and those things those things I try to explain in my in my daily life and in my daily speech. So, you know, that's where right. I'm at with that. And what you just said is interesting because you know I'm from New York City, you from DC. Are both of our cities experiencing the same thing with this, excuse me if I can't get it out, gentrification thing. Yeah. Okay. You said and it right. I, I said it right. <laughs> and it's just so unfair. It's just completely unfair. So um, what are some of the things that you feel when, and I'm not going to say if, I'm going to talk this into existence, Thanks. when you are into office as mayor down in D.C., that you feel that you can... Um, that you feel might help turn around the situation because you got a lot of people that's been residing in DC um, probably for generations and now probably being forced to move out because they can't afford it no more. Well, you know, they always speak on affordable housing. You know, right. And to me, they have uh, fooled the citizens of many cities mm-hmm. uh, with saying that, you know, we're going to tear, tear stuff down and rebuild and have you guys be a part, you know, but, you know, ultimately they never allow people to, you know, afford these situations. That's why we're right. always talking about affordable housing. Um, we have to just force uh, people to live up to what they say they were going to do, you know, and you, we can't let uh, our citizens get left out in the cold. You know, D.C. has probably the fourth highest rate of homelessness now. Mm-hmm. Um, 
teenage homelessness too. Veterans out on the on the street can't take showers and correct, you know, um, they can't take baths and and clean themselves, and they fought for our country. Um, you know, gentrification is happening, but it can happen in a way that is fair to everybody. Everybody, you know, and I think a lot of people on both sides, you know, wanted to be fair, um, but we just got to work out the plan where it is fair, uh, and. You know that's 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 why with my um hold on a second my my dog is is going crazy <laughs> um that's why you know with, with me running as independent i just i try to you know let people know we have to bring everything together so we all could be on the same page and and be fair you know the first thing when we little we talk about sharing and being mm -hmm. fair, right? Mm -hmm. And then we get to be grown ups, we forget about this sharing and being fair. Um, but yeah. we, we gotta bring back sharing and being fair again. And, uh, you know, people can see it for themselves. The numbers are there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have to 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 correct these numbers and, and start giving people an opportunity to live in a city that's so beautifully cultured. Mm -hmm. um, you know, <laughs> DC, is is culture on top of culture when you come here and i think they have one of the highest rates of people who actually had to relocate after covid hit because they just they couldn't afford it no yeah. more we yeah. did we had we had it, it, it was terrible and uh you know it was programs set in place but these programs um it was so hard to get the money from these programs that you know Hey, Noel, can you come get Briar, please? Because he's going crazy. <laughs> what kind of dog you got? I got a, a, a poodle. <laughs> and he wants me to play with him right now. He wants me to throw a ball, <laughs> throw a shoe. <laughs> I live in a real situation. <laughs> <laughs> he don't know. It's a dog. They don't know. Nothing. I know. He don't, he don't know nothing. He just like, hey, these people trying to talk to you. I'm trying to get this shoe thrown. Let's go. <laughs> now, it's, it, you know, we have to deal with we have to deal with gentrification, how it is, you know. But you know, it's a progressive situation. I think that you know we can all live in this city, and and not be kicked out, you know, right, through tax right. uh, hike and <laughs> through unaffordable living. Uh, you know, they pushing people out that don't want to go. So, you know, if you have any care in your, your your spirit and in your soul, you have to be able to realize that, you know, we, we, we need our citizens here to keep our culture right. You don't go to New Orleans and, and kick out, you know, <laughs> and make that, that, that culture lead. So, you know, don't, right. don't do it to, you know, New, New York or DC. Right, right. And so- I used, to live in, I used to live in Brooklyn also. Really? Uh, I used to live in Fort Greene. Fort Greene? Yeah. And wow. and that was pre-gentrification. Really? Yeah. Wow. So uh, I've seen it happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's just hard. I mean, if anybody's familiar, like with Jamaica Avenue, now they got high rises up in there. So they just coming in everywhere and just like pushing everybody out these big cities, which is just like well, unfair. If you're going to raise the... You know the rent, and you're gonna raise. You know how much it's gonna cost to live. 
you know, yeah. raise the minimum wage, you know, let us get some money and let Thank us you. let us pay for it. You know, Thank we you. might we might double ourselves up in there. You know, we start mm -hmm. making 34 hour. That's 60. No, that's 68. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? We might can afford this if we get Listen. it. They just sent me a lease renewal for $42.50 a month. I replied with the middle finger. I was like, I dare y'all. For a two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, I straight up I replied with the middle finger. I, had, I That's the first thing that came to my mind to do. <laughs> I was that's so a lot busy. of money. For, that's it a is. lot of money. Just that's, to say I live in New York. <laughs> well, that's more than, like, you know, people paying for their mortgages. It, thank you. Exactly. And now if I want to buy a house in New York, something that I like, and I, how I've been raised, it's going to cost me $800,000. And this is happening in a lot of cities around the world. And it's just crazy. And it's just so unfair. You know, I have history. You know what I'm saying? Here in New York. My parents, we've been here since decades and decades, back to the 50s and everything. It's like, now it's like almost, you know, Jesus Christ. You know, you got to eat cat food and, and, and crackers. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, eventually they're going to outprice them, themselves. Mm -hmm. with, you know. They're gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna break the housing market. Yeah, you know, and that's what we don't want. That, right, exactly. That's stuff that exactly what happened back in two thousand and seven, and everything. Yeah. Um, so you um just recently decided, and you touched a little about this earlier, but I just want you to go more in details why you decided to change your political party and go independent. Um, I feel as as a mayor. You know, a person running for mayor, you have to be able to uh, get along with all people, mm -hmm. right? And I, you know, I've been a Democrat all my life. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like I'm very like conservative and, and liberal, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and I just feel like they put us in a position to choose sides so much, mm -hmm. you know, I got to like this friend or I got to like that friend. Right. Why can I let both friends and say, look, I know, like I said earlier, we might have some differences, but at the end of the day, we wanted a great city. Right. 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 So right. I didn't want to do the party politics. Uh, I wanted to go nonpartisan in this mm -hmm. race and, you know, we'll go straight to the general on November 8th and meet our opponent who's going to come out of the primary the democratic pri primary and i'll be you know the first independent mayor ever in washington dc i just feel like you know it, the time was now the time was right strategically mm -hmm. it makes sense for me um me being a humanitarian and not a politician mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, i pretty much don't have a party anyway. Right. <laughs> I love right. everybody. Right. You know, I love everybody. So, you know, I get along with everybody. And as long as, you know, it's fair is fair and love yeah. is love, then, you know, we can get along. You know, I think everybody should read the four agreements and we need to start agreeing on being like, you know, way uh, more nicer. We need to have more love, care and respect in our right. cities and in our communities and solve these problems. This gun violence is crazy right now. Wow, um, our seniors are not getting the programs. Our youth are not getting the programs. Uh, you know, homelessness is crazy. Mm. You know, 
So even in DC, it's just like we got rap problems. It's like we got it got a lot of issues out here that we gotta definitely equity is is a big issue. You know, really? programs is a super issue. You know, there's no after after school programs for these youth. There's no uh, programs just for uh, mothers that's raising these kids by themselves. It's not enough. And so it's just hard for me to. I I, I, can't, I shouldn't say hard to believe because this can happen in any city. But you just yeah. think of D.C. and it's the capital. And you got like, you know, and you're not um, laboring yourself as a politician, but you got all these politicians down there and everything. Like, how? How can this happen? You know, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's, that's a fair question for me to ask, but how can they, you know, let a city like D.C. when you got so much happening down there, you know, as far as like money wise? You understand what I'm saying? Like Al- allocation. The, allocation. You know, greed. Greed. Yeah. Greed. You know, uh, it, it comes down to greed and, and bad decisions sometimes. <laughs> you know, because if you see that this area right here needs more money <laughs> to for the citizens to, you know, just live fair, then why not do that when you have an $18.3 billion budget? That's what I'm trying to say. And like, didn't they like recently or not so long ago have like, Damn, what was it? A crazy amount of money just missed you, like missing that was supposed to help million. our residents. How did that happen? Like, yeah. where, where, where yeah. did that go? Greed. <laughs> People thinking right. that they're not going to get caught. Uh, you know, they think a million here, millionaire, millionaire, millionaire. Nobody's going to recognize that within an $18.3 billion budget. But that money was supposed to be allocated for low income families. And right. they gave that money to people with higher, way higher incomes that could afford to live uh, in those um, buildings anyway. So, you know, this is something that is an investigation going on right now. Right. Uh, we're going to see how it come out. But it's a shame that $82 million is, is gone that's supposed to be allocated to low-income families. And they... And they uh, deserve to get that money, so they can live. And uh, it, it's gonna somebody. A lot of people are gonna get exposed from that situation. Mm. I, I, yeah, I can definitely see that. That's definitely gonna happen. Wow. So um, you and, have- that, and that goes to that goes to leadership, right? You know, That's, leadership. Yeah. You know, we you know we gotta have leaders that really care and speak out when they hear that stuff like this is happening. Um, cause somebody, somebody got to answer for that. Right. But you know, there's so many answers that has to be questions that has to be answered coming out of this whole Trump administration. And that, and that's one of them, I guess, cause that happened, I guess, under his watch, I want to say when he was in office and stuff. So it's like, it's like, everything is just like trickling down. Like, so I want to touch cause you the transition and i you know i wanted to ask you this earlier the transition from coming over from comedy acting and now running from a politician like what is that like for you right now like how is like you know because i see you still out there doing shows correct yep i'm touring right now um touring with cat williams my last tour Mm -hmm. and um it's going well i mean i feel like I feel like comedy is a big part of, uh, you know, 
making our communities laugh again is a big part of what we need out here. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, people Definitely. always say, well, you're a comedian. Why can you run for office? And I'm like, huh? What, what does, what does a, a person who is super smart have to do with, you know, and, and make people laugh? And don't you want somebody to have a little mm -hmm. sense of humor to make our citizens smile again? You know, like you're a you're a pe you're a people person first of exactly. all. Exactly, you're yeah. a people person. You're not just a, you're not just a businessman. You're not just a, you're not you're not just somebody working for a corporation. You're not just a robot. And there's been there's been um you know there's been celebrities that have run for office and that have won the you know the people's favor. Whether they do a good job or not, that's you know that's up to debate. But point is you wouldn't be the only person to have some sort of notoriety in that field to mm. be in office. So I don't know why that question is even asked. Right. And I don't understand why they ask it because why would I joke about coming home to make my city a better city and exactly. a safer city? Exactly. You know, that's nothing to play with. Um, no. It's a place that you know. It's a place that you've lived your entire life. It's not like you're coming. And I'm not saying that anybody else that that doesn't live in D.C. couldn't, you know, couldn't do it. But you're someone that has that has lived it. You know the culture. So correct. Why why wouldn't that be? Why why wouldn't you be a great a great candidate to 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 run for office? I mean, you know, people want you to be in the box. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, they want to be able to control who you are. Mm -hmm. And say, well, you, you haven't been like the typical politician, you know. Well, uh, the typical politicians sometimes. Those are the worst ones. They they have it, it hasn't really worked <laughs> out. <laughs> it, hasn't really, it hasn't really worked out with typical politicians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. No. And they wonder why, like you know, I mean, the door is open for uh, uh, us all to be involved with mm -hmm. uh, you know, the political side you know and i think more humane people like ourselves should get involved with running for office because uh they really don't want to see us there but mm -hmm. we need to be there mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. the people need us there yeah you know they gonna they really need people that's in office that really care about what's going on with the community and really are listening mm. you know yeah. I mean, listening hard, you know, mm -hmm. people wonder why Marion Barry was such a, you know, a great mayor and people always talk about him is because he listened and he did what he said he was going to do. Right. And if he couldn't get it done, he at least tried his best. He right. fought for the people. And that's all I want to do is just fight for our people, right. you know, all people. I want to fight for people, you know, right. and and listen to people. Um, I've been doing it my whole career, mm -hmm. listening yeah. to what's going on, making mm -hmm. observations, mm -hmm. and then writing about it right. and shouting it out, right. so people can see that you know when you when you talk about being uh, coming from a family that uh, of divorced parents, mm -hmm. you know, and how your father raised you and how your moms raised you, mm -hmm. and you know how your sister was, and you know I'm just telling stories about you know the culture that I come from. Right, right, right. You know, it it shouldn't be bad for a person that's <laughs> that come that started a career. I didn't always want to be a comedian. I wanted right. to be a singer and a football player. I just 
And I heard you <laughs> sing too on one of your videos. You were somewhere in DC singing, just blowing. Oh yeah, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. My my voice is like that. <laughs> I hear that. They gonna be hey. I'm gonna sing it. I'm gonna sing it inauguration. Oh, hey, listen. Yeah, hey, that was a band and everything. I think you had behind you. Oh, I'm. I always got a band. I always That's got some a talent band, right so. there. Yeah, I always got a band. I'm always trying to like. Let let people know that you know talent is good. I think that's what saved me when I was young. My mom yeah. put me in all of these, you know, mm -hmm. choirs, and she put me in theater. She, you know, my sister was a dancer. Mm -hmm. You know, we just we we was creative and right. um, talented, and more kids want to show their talents and creativity. Mm -hmm. You know, so I come from that background, and I don't see anything wrong with it. Absolutely not. I, I motivate more. I, I motivate, you know, our kids to be more, you know, creative and art. You know, have a sense of art and humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. And you have a non for profit. Um, don't shoot. You can't. Don't shoot guns. Shoot cameras. Right. Yes, I do. Right. So uh, tell us about that. How that came about? Because I, I actually love the concept of that and everything. Right. And everything. How did you like? You know, what made you um, um, come up with that? Well, I mean, you know, my career has been uh, surrounded by production. Right. Um, you know, I put, produced over 25 television shows for the Viacom Network, mm -hmm. executive producer. Um, so many. Hold on a second. Hey, Payton, you're too loud. I'm doing an interview, babe. You got to bring it down just a little bit. I have a 12 year old, too. <laughs> Sorry, we got them all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> all right, so, no, nah, I mean, you know, filmmaking uh, saved my life. Um, right. Just being able to be creative. When I was in coming out of high school, they said I wasn't a good writer. Mm -hmm. And then I went to college and I learned how to write essays, and, and essays became my life. You know, it became a big mm -hmm. part of what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the beginning, middle, and end. Uh, concept and showing kids how to uh, create their own movies. I always wanted to do that. So, you know, we came up with the Don't Shoot Gun, Shoot Cameras to, to help our youth just expound their brains and, and write right. about their stories. And uh, they write the stories, they film the stories, and, you know, they edit the stories. Mm. And uh, it was a, it's, a, it's a good thing to see our youth be so creative yeah. so you know we expounded from dc uh the program from dc to la so now we're doing la and dc oh okay um so uh it, this is our second court and now we're going into the schools in washington dc mm -hmm. um, high schools and we're also you know blessing the communities with this this uh refocusing on helping the youth uh, put their creativity to work right. instead of picking up these weapons, right. uh, you know, fighting each other. You know, I think our youth are super intelligent. They want people who care about them mm -hmm. and they want programs that they can believe in. I think Don't Shoot Guns, Shoot Cameras is the number one program in the country. You know, we got showcased on Good Morning America recently, mm -hmm. uh, CNN. Uh, CBS Evening News, CBS Germany, uh, and it just shows how 
you know, when you give a kid an opportunity to expound, you know, on different topics, they'll show you what they really see. Right, and right. It's right. an SEL yeah. program, you know, social emotional learning program. So we deal with keeping our kids, you know, emotions in check, mm -hmm. uh, self awareness, mm -hmm. you know, understanding who they are. And I think they need more big sisters and big brothers that's around that, that teach them about these things and, and show them that they care. Um, absolutely. And it's a um, non for profit. So, as far as the funding, do you like um, whole, um, you know, you get donations and everything, or you go down around to other political fi figures for funding for this? Or, yeah, well, we partnered up with um, the Hustlers Guild, mm -hmm. who's a non profit um, mm -hmm. organization who helps run the program and they help us raise funds. We basically raise funds through uh, um, donors, just personal donors, you know, we don't get gov government funding. So, mm -hmm. you know, all our funding comes through people like yourselves who give 25 here, a hundred here, thousand right, here, right. you know, 2000, you know, I got a lot of friends involved. I got Anwan Big G Glover involved. He's a partner of mine in the program. Uh, we got uh, Matt Barnes. We got Cat Williams, Snoop Dogg, mm -hmm. uh, Shucks, uh, and Chico Bean. Mm. And all these people come in and help these youth to see a brighter future. Right, and, right. You know, it's just a great opportunity to see them be creative and, and they continue to be creative, more creative than I ever thought. <laughs> Right. This program, and it was funny that this summer we wrote the the film was called Gentrification in DC, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the film in LA was called Social Media. So they that's what they wrote about. Right, and, mm -hmm. and I know it's very inspiring for them because um, yourself, yourself, and being all the other people you named that's involved with them, you know, y'all y'all there for them, and y'all have like the same past history story they have, so they know this is something that can happen, you know, well, and. Well, it's cool because you know when I partnered with uh, with Anwan Glover, uh, and he's a city, he's a DC um, native, and you know he was on the wire, so it was a it was a good opportunity, and he mm -hmm. always has been around, like you know, telling these youth to put the guns down, mm -hmm. um, and you know we all have had people real close to us to lose their lives through gun violence. Mm -hmm. And we kind of just got tired of seeing this happening. And mm -hmm. this was a great opportunity for us to help our youth to see a, a brighter future in a better way. Right. Right. And it's funny you mentioned the wire because I remember a while, like years ago, when um, I think it was the girl who played as Snoop, um, you know, she said that her um, playing her role on the wire was almost like she was just waking up every day, living like everyday life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they she just took what she was doing in real life as far as being in the streets, hustling or doing whatever it is, a part of gun violence and stuff, and now made a career out of it of acting. You know, so yeah. um oh, going it's we go we we we're breeding the next right. <clears throat> um Spike Lee's and the next uh, mm -hmm. Issa Rays and the next Tarantino's and and you know Tyler Perry's and yeah, Perry's yeah. And, uh, you know, I uh you know I feel like David E. Talbert's, 
You know, mm-hmm. I feel like we're, we're, the ice cubes, you know, we're, 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 yeah, we're breeding the next generation of them. And, you know, everybody wants to put their kids in football and basketball, but I tell them, put your kid in film mm-hmm. and, you know, let us push them. And, and I guarantee you they'll be on set in another year, pushing right. and, you right. know, working around some of the biggest names in the business. So have you have any children yet that's um, been in this program that have went advanced on to like um, any um, like, you know, successful films or acting? Well, they're, or all, they're all young. You know, we do 12 to 17. So we had okay. our first year, you know, we had Marley. Uh, uh, she she uh, McDonald. She went on. She was going to school to be uh, in business. Now she changed her major to film. She mm-hmm. went to Georgia yeah. State. And all of our kids, uh, I took all of our kids from last year's program. This year, they uh, filmed the comedy special at the RFK. They were the they were the producers of that. So nice. I give oh, them the nice. opportunity to be the big time producers, you know. And I think they all a success story. Mm-hmm, Each man. one of them. Right. That's and, definitely uh, something they are never gonna forget. No, right, right. No. And, I mean that program is going to live on, and uh, we're going to continue to put it in schools, make it curriculums, and we're going to bring back trades in our schools, and mm-hmm. you know Thank things. You. That, <laughs> you know, so no, no, because no, everybody no. don't want to go to college, uh, to go to college. You know, no. some yeah. people want to just work a real job. You know, and just yeah. go to work and get up in the morning and go come home and just be themselves and. So we got to put that back in our schools early too, so our kids can learn early. Yeah, that it's an it's an option. It's not the option. It's Correct. an option. Correct. You know. Um, so we know that you know you you teach you teach these kids a lot. What what do you feel you've learned? You're learning from them. Oh man, man, I cried so many times. <laughs> I, uh, I learned that our youth are the future. I learned that sometimes that they get looked down on instead of, you know, motivated to be who they are. And I feel mm-hmm. like if you just let a kid be a kid and just direct them properly, not over direct them, just teach them and let them and trust them. Mm-hmm. They'll show you what they can do. Mm-hmm. It's when you mm-hmm. don't trust them and you, you try to talk down on them. That's when they rebel. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I learned how to communicate better with the youth. Uh, I learned how to have fun a lot with the youth. They uh, they show me how that I was just like them. I just believe like you have to see yourself in them mm. because yeah. you know you want them to see how you you know you grown, but you got to go back and see yourself in them and how mm. you were. So they right. they, they keep me, they keep me youthful. You know, I don't know if you can tell, you know what I'm saying? I still, you know, I smile real good. Then <laughs> <laughs> they'll let you, then they'll check you sometimes and let you remember how old you are because I know that happens to me a lot too. It's all right. You know what I mean? Some, they, they call me uh, but, uh, Benjamin Button. They say I'm going backwards and stuff. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of us, though. I got I got yeah. that. Uh, I got that just a couple of weeks ago. Someone said that I I said I stopped growing at 17 and they looked at me like, man, you stopped aging. Where, 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 
What happened? Yeah, you got to smile a lot. You got to laugh yeah. out here. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. You do. And you have that distinct with smile and laugh, Rodney. You do. Oh, yeah, the laugh. <laughs> Everything. So these kids, you are a true inspiration to them. But to them, um, to them. But who was your inspirations coming up as an actor and comedian? Like, who inspired you? Uh, my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, she inspired me taking on the role of a single parent. Mm. My father inspired me too, you know, coming around and teaching me some great things, you know, mm-hmm. when he was there, you know, taking those moments to use them as teachable moments, mm. even though he didn't live in the house, you know, he still mm. used those moments as teachable moments. Um, I think, uh, Red Fox here inspired me. <laughs> See him on my ball back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been inspired by a lot of people uh, when it comes to, and a lot of them was friends. Like, you know, my frat brothers inspired mm-hmm. me. Shout out to Cap Officer. Shout out to Divine Nine. Oh, yeah. um, but I've been inspired just every time I go different places and learn different cultures, I get inspired. My wife took me to Thailand. She took me to Japan and, mm. you know, take me to these different places and I get inspired. And mm. I, I learned that meditation is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I learned that, you know, how to control my emotions, and, you know. So my wife inspires me like crazy. Mm-hmm. My kids inspire me mm-hmm. uh, on a daily basis. Uh, they, they show me that, I'm loved, and, and and they show me how to love and continue to love. Mm. And you know, I just feel like we gotta continue to inspire each other in mm. these moments. Right, yeah. right. You got too many people out there envying instead of being inspired, and that's the problem. Well, you guys inspire me tonight. You know, just being on here with you guys is three intelligent individuals who understand the future of what we're trying to be, and you know. those inspirations are daily inspirations. So, you know, I'm inspired just to be talking to some beautiful young people with great goals in mind. And, you know, your show is wonderful. The questions are great. No, thank you. I mean, (laughs) and we were all nervous, but you know, we we, we, we try though. Yeah, we try. We lay back here. You know what I'm saying? It ain't nothing to be nervous about. So, but there are times. Look, there are times where we've had people up here where I'm trying not to just. I'm trying to be as professional as I can, but also stand out. You know, I spazzed out after the intro. (laughs) And that intro was dope, by the way. But uh, like. Because I, because I've seen, because I've seen you, perf- I've seen you perform. You came to, uh, you came to my neck of the woods, Waterbury, Connecticut, one year, uh, with with uh, with Cat. Was that the night that the lights went out? Yes, that was yes, that was the, that was the <laughs> one the lights went out. Yes, Lunell fell on the stage. It was, was a alert. Lunell fell on the stage. Yeah, Lunell fell on the stage. Oh man, like, the stage when the lights went out, she just dove on the stage. I don't know. It was the she most alert thing ever. The lights went out in happen. the whole city. Yeah. Wow. We're down. We're downtown. She's in the middle of her set, and in the middle of a joke, it just goes click. And oh, I know she spazzed out. I know Linnell. She just gets. Like, and then the uh, then the back then the backup generator activated, right? And then we saw her, and she's just she's just hands out like this, head down, 
like like something was about to go down and she just ran and she just ran like stage left and oh wow i wasn't expecting you to remember like that but yeah that was uh that was it but you guys came back you guys came back a few months later and yeah and finished the show and you finished the show and you didn't charge us twice you were like keep your ticket stubs no, nah, that's yeah, the type no, of people awesome. we. That's that's the type of p- person Cat is, you know. Yeah, no, that that was that was that was excellent. My dad. Yeah, that's I, crazy. You brought back memories, man. Uh, <laughs> it, like that was the that was the first time I was aware of you. So mm-hmm. you know, see, you know, like seeing you do, you seeing you do your thing, and that was you know that was that was great. See, and then seeing Linnell, and then you know, and then Cat. Every everything was just, everything was just awesome. It was unexpected that first night, but it was great mm-hmm. too. You know, great that you guys were humble enough to say yeah we'll be back in a few months just keep your ticket stubs you know right. hey and, and but All the right. tour we're doing right now is so so incredible because the nails back on the tour um and it's like you know it's like in this world war three tour and it's the biggest mm-hmm. tour in america right now mm-hmm. when y'all coming to new york we just did the barclays when was this uh about three weeks ago Oh, really? You know, I'm still afraid to come out though. It was so sold crazy. out. It was sold out. Really? Yeah, wow. It was crazy. You missed the Barclays? Oh yeah, man. you know, I, I'm just afraid <laughs> to come out still. <laughs> so maybe that's I, I don't know how that came over up flew over my head. It's Jeez. all good. We'll get you back in there. We'll we'll find another place for you. How right, so, oh I'm sorry, go ahead, Duchess. No, go ahead, Kyle. Now, how has that been? Um you know, performing since the, uh, since the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can't even tell it's been a pandemic. I don't see nobody with no mask on. Yeah. <laughs> these people out here crazy. <laughs> they, they, hey, they wild. They want to get backstage. I'd be like, nah, nah, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. No, that's nah, but I mean, I, I think, I think people need the laughter right now, you know, coming mm-hmm. out of the pandemic. I think this is the best time. I think that's why the show's been so uh, uh, crazy and, and, mm-hmm. and great out at the same time. And uh, the energy is beautiful. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just glad to be back outside. You know, they told it was it was going to be two weeks that we was going to be in the house for two weeks when this first started. Yeah, they did. I don't know if y'all remember that. Yeah, yeah I remember that. You know what pissed me off is I moved back to New York. Cause I moved out of New York and moved back two weeks before the pandemic started, and I was like, "And New York is my hometown." I was like, "Yo, New York don't love me no more. Why did I come back here?" And I was shut down in the house two weeks before the pandemic started, and they said, "No." And I, and I did, weeks. I did a show in the Bronx, like, like a week before, like they shut everything down, and it was like, right after I left, they shut y'all down. It was like ghost town. Yeah, it was ghost town. We couldn't do nothing, nothing at all. Nothing they, did at all. Like, they did us like that too so you know it was all around the world yeah but Just new york was a cesspool of this stuff i mean they were showing the hospitals was just dropping like crates of bodies out it was just horrible like we i literally didn't know what was gonna happen to me I'm sitting up here just calling people, you know, giving my last arrangements and like this is what I want. Oh, oh you wanted you wanted them. You wanted yeah, them. I, I literally didn't. I'm a hypochondriac at that. Oh and my I was god. like, listen, I, I was changing over life insurance policies and oh stuff. Oh my god, wow. you did everything. Every time you coughed, you thought you had something, huh? Yeah, every time I coughed, I kid you not, my chest hurt, I coughed, I sneezed. It was you one of the ones if anybody coughed around you, you was like, what? No, no, listen. <laughs> 
I was one of my cousin came to my house and I cursed her out. She came unannounced. I was like, what are you doing here? I was like, you come here. I didn't want nobody around me at all. Because it was just, it was just, this is not funny. I'm serious. I didn't want nobody around me and stuff. And then I got, um, I want to get vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated and stuff, but I I'm, I'm still don't feel safe. And I know, I know, yeah, I, know. I was looking at everybody's side eye. I wasn't even looking at my dog's side eye. My dog wasn't looking right for me. <laughs> I, I know, I know how you, I know how you feel. I'm used to being indoors because I work from home, right? But my aunt, you know, my aunt and my grandmother were like, "Do not go anywhere. We'll take care of the shopping. We'll take care of this." Da 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 da. Right. Next thing you know, my dad got it. Like hmm. my dad got it. My dad got it early. My dad got it early. Right. I get a call from my sister. Like dad's in the hospital. Like what? Do you what do you mean? My dad got it too. He went to the hospital for two months. Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah, he, he almost ain't come out the hospital. Oh, man, he wow. back home now. He better, but God, God that was a scare. That was great. That was crazy. I wouldn't even let my mom. My mom wanted to come. Wanted to, she only lives minutes away from me, like literally minutes away from me within walking distance. I would not let her come in just to give me a hug. She's like, I just want to hug my son. I'm like, Ma, let's just wait. You know, let's just wait this out, and then like two, like two, three months, two, three months later, I have to, I have to say, my sister had to come scoop me up and show me that the world hadn't ended, you know, Man. completely. That the world was not on fire. Yeah, I thought it was just over. I thought we was Man. done. I, I was like, they did it. They then spoke it up. They said the world was coming to the end. They did it. That was my. I was like, it's happening. It's here, and they did it. <laughs> I did. I had everybody putting theories in my head. Talking about what's that dude over that crazy man over in South Korea? They say he shot a missile over here, and that was the COVID. My oh, brother yeah. was here every night. Like oh, my mind was going the, crazy. The conspiracy theories was going crazy. Conspiracy yeah. theories still going crazy. Yeah, I was going crazy. What was going on? But um, Robbie, you have this saying: um, popularity, um, um, purpose over popularity, and I like that. Yes. Like, Love that. Um, explain that, you know, I, you know, and let us know, um, how did you come up with that? And like, what does it mean to you actually? Well, I mean, it means a lot. Like, you know, I've been on TV since I was 19 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm popular, I'm famous, but you know, that it don't really matter like that to me if you don't have no purpose yeah. if you're not using your your fame and your popularity to help people and you know be purpose purposeful in life and you know i just think my purpose means way more than my popularity mm-hmm. you know, me being able to help people and contribute to to helping their lives be better i think that's my purpose here on earth and you know, while other people might say, oh, that's red and that's, I just look at myself as, you know, Rodney, a person who needs to help people. And that's what God got me on this earth for. To so that explained why you're doing what you're doing now. Right. To complete my purpose. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, so, and you know, some people are like, you know, why he doing, why he, why he, and I'm like, you know, you should ask God. Yeah. You know, God uses us all for its true purpose. Some people, you know, fight it and some people don't. I don't want to fight it. I just want to go with it and, and and complete my purpose here on earth. Hey, you just you just you just going with the flow. But it also seems like but it also seems like you you came in you came in with a plan. 
He didn't come in just to, just to say, you know what, this is this is you know this is what I'm doing. Vote, you know, vote for me. You know what I'm saying? Like right, like right. some like some uh, uh, like middle school uh, election or something. You know, mm-hmm. um, but it's 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 just you know it's great to see that even though you you know just like we talked about, you can still laugh. You can still laugh about it. You don't have to be 100% stoic or serious about mm-hmm. it, even though this is, you know, this is a serious job, but you're a person of the people. So, right, right. Means, you know, yeah, the, you, the job itself, you know, the uh, executive part of it is super serious. You know, you gotta, yes, you know, but that doesn't mean you can't have no heart and you right. can't, you know, be a person that makes people smile. I think that's a part of it. Mm. You know, you can't be walking around here with your face all balled up and yeah, we're gonna do this and not, and then yeah. you create a bad morale around your whole yeah. city. I think it should be a great morale in the city. I think everybody mm-hmm. should want to come to the city and feel comfortable. And you know, if you want to party, you party. If you want to be serious, be serious. But I don't think that's a, a thing that you know you should take one side or the other. I think right. you should be a human. And I mm-hmm. think on a daily basis, you know, after we finish work, you know, we we should be able to. And while you at work, you should be able to have high morale and smile and get through your day. You know, right. I hate right. when people come to work and they just like, yeah, dude, got to do it this way. Yeah. No, let's just get the job done. Just miserable people. Just come right. a it's a lot of them. <laughs> it's too uptight. Negative energy because that because that's contagious. I mean, right. I already got to wear. I already got to wear a suit to work. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> if I got to wear a suit to work. And I gotta stay uptight. Come on, I gotta do all of that. No, nah. let me wear my suit. Let me smile. Let me be the intelligent person that I am. Put the smartest people in the world around me, and and let them help me be as smart as I can be. You know, right. because once you feel like you're just the smartest person in the room, you use it the dumbest. Yeah. So you know, my team itself is super smart. I put the smartest people around me in the world, and um, they help me to be uh, a better uh, human and, and a better politician. What about the kids at home, the babies and stuff? Do they look at you as Red Grant, the comedian? I know they look at you as dad, but I mean, what, what, what do they do? I mean, do they come to your shows and have a good time too? Or do they just like, oh, that's yeah, my Yeah, because I got different age kids, you know. You know my <laughs> kids are, you know, older. And then I got this young woman here that's, you know, <laughs> she thinks she grown. And she think I get on her nerves. And, right. You know, parents should do. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, they love me. Uh, but they, they, like I told you earlier, they, they, they don't, they just look at me as dad. Just you dad. Know, that's dad. You know, they, they see, they see what I go through on a daily basis, whether it be positive or, or negative, whether it be somebody giving me love or somebody trying to tear me down, you know, they they right. know I'm a human and right. they support me. So I just think family is You're very into um the community with your children, um with the basketball, because I think one of your daughters is a basketball player, right? Yeah, she is. She's oh. a basketball and yeah. volleyball. They they play in the championship tomorrow in volleyball. Wow. And they play in awesome. archery. She also in archery. They they in the championship on Monday for archery. So, and it's 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 a cool situation. I'm a proud parent. Mm. Uh, I'm a dad. I'm a uh, a girl dad. 
So, <laughs> you know. Oh, so you got nothing but girls. All girls. Wow. So you was grown up with nothing but sisters, and now you got All. nothing but daughters. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's oh, it. Wow. Oh, oh, well, you know. That's how it be sometimes, you know, I'm not going to, you know, us females, you know, we different, you know, we just need more attention. That's all that is. Sometimes. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. We, I know how to get y'all attention. That, that I know how to do. <laughs> you just need you more laugh, attention. right? Yeah, but y'all don't want so much attention. Once you get enough attention, you good, though. You know, like, that's what right. I got to do. I got to be over attentive with my family. Like, go jump on the bed and just, hey, hey, and play too much, and. And they like, all right, get out of here. Okay, <laughs> did my job. <laughs> so what are some of the things when you get into office, some of the immediate things that you want to focus on when you get into office? Um, the immediate is public safety. Mm -hmm. um, just making my city a safer city. Mm. Um, and help helping with our youth immediately, like, mm. you know, getting their morale back and showing them how much they they they're loved um helping our our seniors and with more programs and so they know people care about them mm -hmm. deal with our homeless problems immediately because it's like people say what you going to be doing in your first 90 days i said well you got to talk about let's talk about our first day right you know, right right um, <clears throat> you know we got to really build relationships with the mayor's office and the council mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I think that's a big uh, public safety issue when the mayor's office and the council are not getting along with each other. Mm -hmm. And we, we have to dive into immediately into making our city affordable for people to live here again. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's just like, that's just something that's a, it's, it's almost like a, a it's a pandemic in itself like well epidemic because it's like these places you go to you can no longer live because mm. it's crazy i mean you have to have like that you know what it is it's like you have to either be very very poor down and out and just like basically need the welfare system or you have to be filthy rich there's no in between no more mm -hmm. there's no in between you know you can't well, we, that's you know i was i was talking to somebody the other day i said i just want to bring back the diverse middle class right. i just right. I want to bring back to diverse middle class it's all right to have a middle class guys it it's, is it, it is. is and they should be able to live in the city i come from middle class right. i am i am the the you know the poster child of middle class mm. and, right. and you know we got to bring back that diverse middle class and we gotta we gotta get you know healthier food in our communities too oh great yes um, you know, like I just say, tear down all the McDonald's, all the Wendy's, and everything. Get them out of here. That's the disgusting stuff. Well, we know, we know that's not going to happen. So <laughs> yeah, we got to no, give people better choices. We got to give people better choices. Stuff. Yeah, I should gotta, be able to go to McDonald's and get a salad. Yeah. Wait. Okay. You get that salad, but let's think about what that salad is actually made of, Rodney. You understand what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying. But they taking the salads out of McDonald's in some places. That doesn't make any sense. Before they were, remember those advertisements? They were like, "Okay, we're going to try and be a little bit more health conscious, so we're going to give you, we're going to, we're going to give you the the salad, and we're going to give your kids like 
milk and white meat nuggets and all that. You know, and then people stop buying Happy Meals and stuff. That's what killed it. You got to look at it. They're going yeah. with what keeps the money flowing. Make yeah, real sales you around. Yeah, the healthy stuff is expensive, and that 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 stuff that junk is is the dollar menu is what everybody was living off of. Not oh, that one all day. Then he came and, out with well, all day breakfast. Who was who was competing with all day breakfast menu at McDonald's? Well, that goes, they've been doing that to us for years. That goes back to the government cheese. You know, that, that, that yeah. stuff was the most saltiest stuff. And what, look, we get them big blocks of cheese and butters. See, these are babies were on here with us, Ronnie. Well, so they, I mean, it, it, comes down, it, it comes down to education, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Educating ourselves about health, uh, mm-hmm. educating ourselves about wealth, you know, educating ourselves about love, care, respect. You know, we got to, you know, we have to start, you know, really educating ourselves and putting it in the schools mm-hmm. you know that education has to go to the schools these babies need to be like mom i don't want to eat that junk right right so they have you to know? learn from home right yeah, yeah so right. They, they they probably gonna have to teach their parents right how to cook better yeah you know? exactly you know? they took and cooking they, out of they took cooking out of schools yeah, yeah, home yeah, yeah. Some, are trying, some are trying to bring it back like basic everyday skills they're you trying have to you have trying to. to bring that back so, but so that's you know, I'm, I'm just glad I'm glad you guys could sit and talk with me tonight, and you know I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah. So, what do you want your legacy to be remembered as and stuff? Years down, you know, hopefully, you know, centuries from now, we can look back at Rodney Ray Grant, Mayor, 2022, Last President, somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I you know, it's kind of hard to you know. To, to predict your legacy, but I think that the things I've done so far speak for themselves. Mm. Um, I think if you really truly research, you'll find out <clears throat> that comedy was only 10% of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. my humanitarian, my philanthropist outreach, is, um, you know, my business side and being executive has uh, shined very well. I want people to know that, you know, you can come from the mud and really change your life mm-hmm. and be super successful um, once you educate yourself and once you get educated. And I think, you know, the world educated me. Right, you know, right. I wouldn't right. say that, you know, the school system <clears throat> educated me. I would say the world educated me. And I just mm-hmm. wanted them to know that I was a worldly person that cared about people, cared about family, and, you know, I'm I'm a humanitarian to the end and I'm going to continue to be a humanitarian until I'm not here no more. Gotcha. You know? And I'm going to keep smiling. I'm going to keep LL in my lips. I noticed that LL in my lips. I'm just going to keep smiling. And just, I want them to know I just wanted the world to smile. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. What are you doing for yourself as far as Wusa time, Rodney? Because you're running, you're, you're going around campaigning, and then you're doing shows. What are you doing? Do you find comedy doing this? Um, I, you know, when you're doing your shows, that's like a Wusa time for you from like the campaigning. I mean, yeah, I would say it's a Wusa, but you know, um, I, I I have fun on this campaign. Mm-hmm. You know, with others uh, stressing out and all that. Mm-hmm. Nah. I'm having fun. I'm having That's fun cool. raising money. Awesome. You know, you can go to grandformed.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the number four. You can go to grandformed.dc. 
Um, and, and you can become a volunteer no matter where you are in the country. Um, and you can donate. And I, I, I hope that you guys will donate. I don't care if it's $25. Go to Grand for Mayor. Awesome. No, you got it. You, you got know, it. And you just, you know, it. you know, max out what your max out is. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you just keep it. following me on the gram, you know, yeah. um, at Red Grant. Mm -hmm. um, follow me on Twitter, Red Grant Labs. And, and you know, go to redgrant.com. You know, I just read Grant to death, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, but just keep supporting the movement. Um right. and find out about me, but definitely go to like the Grant for Med and just find out who I am as a person, you know. Mm -hmm. And just follow me as, as as a human and uh keep smiling. Awesome. Keep smiling. Well, we want to thank you so much for coming on here out of your busy schedule and spending time with us. Okay. It was such an honor. This, <laughs> this was so a, it was a great time. Thank you guys for having me. Very well, thank you. And, and, and that, invite me back nice. sometime. Just invite of course. Me. Oh, that's always an open invitation. Of course. You guys, you have an open invitation. Let me tell you something. Hey, Rodney, listen, if you have any campaigning commercials you want us to run, because we do commercials on here. We didn't do it tonight because we wanted to get a lot in with you, but we do commercials on here too. So you just send it over to us and we got you. Whatever you need. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Just I have Montez send it over to you. I appreciate you. Yeah, Absolutely. thank you so much for coming thank on. All thank right. God bless. Salute. Salute. <laughs> oh, that was an epic show. <laughs> epic. Man. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what? He can do it. Oh, he can yes. Can he? Yeah. That's what we need somebody like him in office, you know? Yes, and, you know, I agree. just want to say this, you know what I'm saying? We got everybody that supports, that posts, and be like, yes, this, I'm for this and cause of that. No, what we really need is you need to get out there and give that vote. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm saying? Get out yeah. there and give that vote when it's time, because that's when the support really counts, you know? Absolutely, mm. but you're talking about a man that's actually there in the city, not in just, the city. Not just on your TV blood. screen, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's in his blood, you know? Somebody who don't live this. We're not talking about somebody who done came here and lived there for a few years and so and like no. Nah, no. I'm talking about no. really, you know, blood, sweat, and tears has been invested yeah. in this. City. And really, like Legit. real deal. The go the go go is in his is in is in his blood. Right. Yeah, so I just yeah wanna... that's how that Washington DZ are known for that go go boy. That go go, yeah. That, uh, uh, I... uh, uh, doing the but I don't think I think you're too young to know about that. That you what doing what that song? Yeah. I hear that all the time. <laughs> Oh, you like, it's it's in my playlist. I was somewhere shaking my behind when it came out, okay? Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> Only at who they walk do we go from sit down to ride the red crate and talk about doing the butt with Tots. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a DC thing down there. It's a DC thing over there. Like I got I got you know I got cousins from there, so they you know, so they know they mm -hmm. know. So it's uh it's 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 just it, it's refreshing. To hear someone just wanted to, you know, just want to bring life back into their city and not just and not just because of money, not just because of notoriety. It's just he sees that he sees what the problems are. He has spoken to the people and he just wants to support them like they supported him. You know, right. that's, yeah, that's, that's the ref, that's the refreshing. You know, that's the refreshing part to me. Like we got people over here that do the same thing, but they don't really get the, they don't get the, the they don't get the time of day because they don't have the, at the, 
like for for some at the end of the day it's all about the capital you know what i'm saying it's all it's, it's all about the it's all about the dough and some don't pay attention to you if you don't have it but exactly I don't, I don't care what your like yes he's he's a comedian he's a producer he's all of this but also look at him as a, look at him as a human being who wants mm -hmm. to have better things for not only himself but his but his city the people that helped you know make him who he is and you'll see it's not just about it's not it's not just about the name it's it's about what he what he wants for right, the right. And community you know right right oh boy <laughs> that was an excellent interview again shout out to Rodney Red Grant um you know good luck with everything love what you're yeah. doing out here um you know just oh gosh and definitely no. check out his uh his website it was red for it was uh red for mayor right mm-hmm red um, grant for mayor grant for mayor grant for mayor my bad grant for mayor. Mm -hmm. grant for mayor you know and in this time that we going through right now with everything i mean that is very courage like a lot of courage for him to step up to even want to do this because you got some people who's running away from office position yeah. you understand what i'm saying absolutely but yeah. he but said something he said something that kind of stood out to me too when he was talking about, you know, don't just see me as just that comedian, just in that one box, as right. you know, just right. the actor exactly. and the comedian right. when right. he's primarily known for the humanitarianism work. But mm -hmm. then I thought about, you know, when the rapper Scarface wanted to run for mayor of Texas, and mm -hmm. you know, then he came, you know, with his ailments and stuff like that. But it just goes to show you, just because we built our career off one thing don't mean that we're not subject to switch it up over time mm -hmm. like yeah, with right. growth comes maturity with maturity comes wisdom mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely yeah. definitely 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 oh boy so uh, uh hmm. <laughs> steady i sent you something you didn't even look at it did you I you been, you, 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 i'm not gonna say what i sent you last because you even asked me for it last night i'm not gonna even speak on it we're gonna keep like, speaking cold and so, you, 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 you said that. You said, you know what? I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Are we referring to the questions? Yes. But anywho, let's just move. <laughs> I mean, they got all done. I don't feel like there was an issue behind it. Now. Oh, God. So, oh, guess who I spoke to? Six o'clock this morning. Who? Man, you. Man. Yeah. <laughs> about that project with him and Capo. Yes, I did. Man, yeah. you. I, hey, man, you. Now, I seen he was on the block watching the show just now, too. Because I, I texted him last night and I was like, listen, I want in. I want in. I want to know what it's about. Capo ain't saying nothing. And he hit me up this morning. So he told me you get a little sign sign. But he said, once it's finished, we're going to have first dibs and stuff. And the father MC, he got some new hot shit that's out. I was just in the DM talk. I said, yo, was that available on platforms? He's like, no. So I, I want to get that too. I want to <laughs> get that too. You get those father MC was sending all tracks over here. You know, the stuff they bought, Ja. <laughs> so John, if you listen, 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 if you got that track that Father MC just posted, that was like that 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 beat he used was like the New York anthem. Oh mm. my god. That, that that yo, he's doing that track he's doing right now. I don't know if y'all seen it. I shared it on my page. It is just straight fire. Mm. Straight fire. It's like I was up six o'clock in the morning just in a whole vibe, just listening to it. And I only had like 15 seconds because he only posted on the story. So but I got wow. so much out of that 15 seconds. Absolutely. So real quick then, jumping into the end of the week wrap-up announcements. Yeah, what's going on with the announcements? What's up with that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Come on, this is usually your specialty. Now you can put it on me. Okay, I got you then. Bye. Mm-hmm. We we got Arthur Neil Gitslow. <laughs> really? Did you just give me that face? Yes, I did. <laughs> what did I do? Yes, I did. <laughs> what? You got we got beef tosh? What what you say? Uh oh, uh oh. Look, come on, don't let me have to take these earrings out. You know, I invite you up to these New York streets. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got See, something. that's the problem now. See what I'm talking about? All, all this violence. Then that man just said we got to create a chain. Yes. You don't ask in New York if we got beef. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to let you see some beef. No, go ahead, boo. Go ahead. Go ahead. We ain't exactly. got Right. <laughs> see, now I lost my train of thought. Thank you for that. Now we was. We'll see y'all tomorrow. How about that? You know, yeah, thank you y'all for the y'all tomorrow. Go ahead with the show. Go what, ahead. Is the, what, is going on? what is going on tomorrow? We talked about Friday. Oh, what we is got going on? Races tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. Snap. Wait a minute. We were supposed we had an assignment. And that's why yeah, we had an assignment. So listen, we got Wait, so tomorrow, not Friday. Tomorrow's Thursday. No, tomorrow's Thursday, hon. My bad. Thursday, My bad, y'all. Misinformation. Right. Neil Gitslow will be here Friday, but tomorrow is Inside Voiceness with right. our fellow um, incarcerated misfit. Mr. And um, also, we got um, the Wanna segment tomorrow. Allegedly. Do we? Alleged segment. She will be on here tomorrow, and we're doing yeah. a new se- um, show um, with the Thousand Pound Sisters, I think. Yeah, we're going to be recapping the Thousand Pound Sisters. So y'all yes. don't want to miss the jokes, the laugh, the not correct format of the show tomorrow because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only show where we don't have the correct format going on because it's like how can you afterwards but yes we will have a few callers calling in tomorrow for inside voices and uh, uh um we got some some dope stuff coming up next week like I said I'm on a I'm I'm gonna be chiming in with you guys um as I'm cooking for my now 30 people who's coming over for Thanksgiving Okay. Wait, time out, boss. Y'all gotta keep me up today. I be so in tune to work, I don't pay attention to the days of the week. We done made it that far this far this fast. Yeah, yes, we are. And Thanksgiving is actually next Thursday. And so I'm actually cooking, starting cook Monday. So I will be coming on with some segments, going over some things and some recipes that people have been asking me for and stuff, and you know, doing my little thing. So that's what next week's shows is gonna be like. Cause you know, a sister gotta, you know, get her cooking done. And still try to be there for you guys and give you show. So you're gonna watch me cook <laughs> and learn right. something. In the meantime, in between time, I apologize for me being discombobulated during this episode. <laughs> You've been busy. So we'll, exactly. So love, peace, and get vaccinated. So do what you live your best life. I don't really know how to close this out. This has been who they you want podcast. No more. Now we gotta say get boosted. Because they just stressed about getting vaccinated. I'm vaccinated with both shots. Now I got to go get a booster. So that's what we got to say. That's what so we got to say. Boosted, everybody. <laughs> right. In that case, that's our show closure. This has been Who They Want Podcast. Good night, folks. Good night. Peace. Peace.